Good morning and welcome to WQRZ Quarantine Radio. You're on with Corey in the morning and today a little something different where Scott, whom I interviewed last time, and I start to discuss Rolling Stone's top 500 albums. We'll do a few at a time, pick them at random, and we'll see how this goes. This show is going to focus on the Rolling Stones top 500 albums. Three albums were chosen at random. Diana Ross and the Supremes Anthology, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John, and Dark Side of the Moon. Let's start with the Supremes. Yes, let's start with them. Oh, I listened to that almost the whole album. Um, every track on it, I, I gave it at least a, a one minute listen. Wow. But did you notice the evolution of the songs? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like in, in the beginning, they seem very cookie cutter of what was being released. They I were. believe in, in the fifties, it had that like Wurlitzer organ sound yeah. and all of a sudden, I think it's when you get to like, where did our love go? I noticed there was a bass. It was, it was a lot more musical you had a brass section and then i started to hear the bass player and i think that's where the turning point occurred i just i just noticed the songs evolved and into they sounded a lot more musical the the, like the the talent was at first it like you said it was very cookie cutter just da 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 and boom done the the opening song that let me go the right way it it sounded like a bond theme from the 60s yeah some of some of them were like "Hmm, i don't know but still i appreciated the voices just the 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 ladies just sounded so great that that was that was such a pleasure to listen to really really was now the version you had probably released as a uh, double album because that was that was the thing to do I mean, it's just impressive, and you're right. The the vocal talent was amazing. I love that style of singing, too, when it's done with that much finesse. It, it put me in mind of, like, early Pointer Sisters, and I can see where they got some of their ideas now. It, this is definitely the, the, the genesis for many sure. other female vocal groups. Absolutely. Across all spectrums. And Mary Wilson, I believe, passed away just recently she in did. February. She did. All right. Any, any other Not really. On I, this? I just really enjoyed that album. It was a very good pick. I mean, there were a lot of really good songs on there, some which I didn't even realize they had done. And I was like, oh, hey, no shit. <laughs> it was very good. And getting to our point here, I believe it did fit being in the top 500. Absolutely. Yes. 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 I would agree. So we both, thumbs up, agree, it belongs in top 500. I don't think we want to sit here and debate where it should fall. That would, that that gets too convoluted. So let's move on to Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John. Dude, what an album. (laughs) Okay, a double album. I I need to emphasize that. I mean, this this was a big thing in the 70s. It was. And it's ballsy to come out with a double album. Okay, like the opening track is 11 minutes. Some of it was chewy. Yes, but it's solid. I I try to, when I listen to these albums, I try to keep it in context of the time. 
that's that's how I looked at it too. It was like, okay, yeah, this is the time of you know those big bands. Prog rock was coming out where you had albums that had maybe one track on one side of the album. Right, Genesis was doing "Lamb Lies Down" on Broadway, things like that. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Yes, yes, exactly. And yes. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> and yes, absolutely yes. Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting is is always been one of my favorite songs. I love that song. <laughs> that song jams. I I kick myself for not ever recommending it to play. I know. I kick myself that we never did one of his tunes, you know? It would like, have been fun. It would have been awesome to play some of fucking Elton John to to bust that out and you know, in some of those dive bars we played. That would have been great. This was this was a solid album, and and I will say this is when he was writing with Bernie Bernie Toppin. And actually, I got to meet Bernie Toppin one time. It was at an Elton show, and it's like, did you meet Elton? I'm like, no, but I met the next best thing. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, any high points? Um, honestly, um, the the high points I noted were the bonus tracks on the um from the 40th anniversary deluxe edition probably i don't really remember was it some of the like the live concerts from the 70s uh, yeah that's that's a good question cuz i i don't have a good answer well what was it that you remember <laughs> <laughs> what was the high you point know, you remember? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just going to say yes, it deserves to be in the top 500. Okay. We can leave it at that. <laughs> and and leave it there cuz damn, I I my my, my you know, it, it is a good album. Hey there. Have I told you about Boudreaux's Cajun Fryer? Home of the best frog legs this side of Lake Pontchartrain? We'd like to tell you about our daily specials. On Monday is deep fried spaghetti and meatballs. On Tuesday, it's the PB&J deep fried dipper. And on Wednesday, it's all you can eat hot hopper Wednesdays. Woohoo! All right, come in on Friday for our Piggly Wiggly Sushi Thursday special. And then be sure to come in on our Sunday brunch for the Grandpa Boudreaux Sampler featuring a five-egg omelet, a handful of bacon, cornbread, five hot hoppers, and an extra deep fried flapjack stack. Boudreaux's Cajun Fryer, home of the best frog legs this side of Lake Pontchartrain. All right, so we both agree, top 500. Absolutely. And now, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. What can we say that hasn't been said about Dark Side of the Moon? I don't think there's very much, honestly. What's your favorite track? Breathe. But that's a toss-up, too, between um, that and Time. I really like both of those. Breathe, though, is just, the, I don't know, just the chord progression on Breathe is so cool. I have to go with The Great Gig in the Sky. Yeah, yeah okay. And Us and Them. Well, oh yeah, us and them. Oh yeah, that see that's another one. Great song, great song. I have "Dark Side of the Moon" as one MP3 file. Well, yeah, I, I don't like to listen to it in piecemeal. I'm like, no, g give me the whole thing. Why? Why would you not? It's true. This one, "Wish You Were Here" and yeah. "The Wall." From end to end, I can withstand the songs that they overplay on the radio much better when I listen to it in the context. Of the whole album. Absolutely. That's why it's a reason I don't listen to commercial radio at all anymore. They play brain damage on the radio. Yeah. I don't know why. And and it just, it feels out of context. Uh, yeah. Now, one thing I will say with Dark Side, I remember seeing one of those behind the musics or making of the albums, mm -hmm. the most 
interesting statement that came from it was David Gilmour saying, we would never be able to hear this album as the average listener or as any listener because they created it, they mixed it. And, you know, you've got 10 people in the room with 20 hands on, on the board to move, to shift one sound up and another sound down. Yeah. And he goes, to be able to hear it for the first time, we can't do that because we put it all together. Yeah. So they can't true. have that experience. Because we can speak from the point of view as take any song that you brought in. Take the end. From the first time we you brought it in and we started working on it to what it sounded like when we recorded it are almost two different songs. They really are. I do some of the songs still today and I look back and it's like I feel like I oversimplify it now. And so, and I don't see anything wrong with that. I think no. The simplicity is what makes a song stand out. Floyd always did that. That's one thing, you know, those those guys are consistent musicians. And, like, obviously they're better than the average bear when it comes to what they do. And Alan Parsons engineering uh, this thing. Uh, yeah. So does it belong? Yes, it does. Oh, absolutely. And then, of course, there was the whole Wizard of Oz thing. Oh, right, right, that's right. You know, I watched it that way. Did you? What'd you think? Yes and no. I think you could put any music to any movie and make it work. That's what I came away with. I think the people that did it were really high. I know I tried it high. So I'm just saying, you know, from, from, from okay, from a stoner's perspective, yes, absolutely it works. The coolest thing about it was, is the moment Dorothy opens the door and the movie goes from black and white to color and the song Money starts. That, I thought, was well done. The band did <laughs> not plan this. The band no. did not have... <laughs> The Wizard of Oz playing and Alan Parson going, wait, all right, now start it. <laughs> that was not what happened. We That's, say that. We say that, but I honestly think you could play, um, you know, Seasons of the Abyss from the Abyss uh, or Seasons in the Abyss with from by Slayer. Put I was going to say Paul's Boutique by oh, Beastie Boys. Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's a beautiful album. So it does Pink Floyd belong. Yeah, we said that. Okay. Again, fantastic album. It yeah, is. Those, are, those it, are some really good picks. All right, I have now rolled the dice, well, the random generator online, and I've come up with the next four albums. Number 189, Sleater Kenny, Dig Me Out. Wow. Number 456, Al Green's Greatest Hits. Number 56. Wait, Dig Me Out, Al Green? Al Green Greatest Hits, yep. Okay. Number 56, Liz Fair. Exile and Guyville. Nice. Yeah, it is. And that is fair. number 209 to mix it up, Run DMC, Raising Hell. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, from 1986. All right. Well, thanks again. I'll Certainly. cut this up and have this out in a few days. I, I don't will, know what commercial I'm going to throw in this time. I will attempt to send you an actual audio file this time. Hey, that would work. It'll be great. I'll check it before I send it. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, because everybody, you missed out on our Grammy talk. You probably would have wrecked the car, so it's just as well. I mean, it was top-notch. It was funny from, from the first minute to the last minute. It was solid. It was uh, just brilliant. And Scott's record just didn't work. Yeah, but hey, the, you know what? Some greatness people can't handle, so it's just as well. This is, this is why I'm the Owen help. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what everyone says. So, The Owen help. I like that. Do you remember when we were shoot, We did the photo shoot with the band? Yes. Well, we were out 
in a park or something and and somebody suggested uh, well we could lay down and form the the letters help and i said i'll be the o I yeah, that. yeah, and everybody just kind of looked at me. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And then I realized what I'd said, and was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, just I'll go over." You know here. what? I'm gonna try to figure out what you were thinking. You were thinking SOS, weren't you? I don't know what I was thinking. You're being generous now. I'm being, I'm being kind. <laughs> yeah, but... don't, don't be. It's okay. No, sometimes <laughs> you're just a fucking idiot, and it's fine. <laughs> I was I'm trying to throw you a lifeline here. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have no excuses. I, I, I accept that one. I own it. <laughs> I'm the one fucking help. No, but you know what? I, I think I'm gonna use that at some point. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for coming out. Hope you enjoyed it. And if anyone wants to be part of this discussion, let me know.